Patriots. I'm Lee Watts, and this is Patriot Point, your source for Kentucky news and analysis from a conservative Christian and common sense point of view. Well, this week we're going to be talking about how Kentucky may soon be getting a new lieutenant governor. But before we get into that, I want to give you an update on last week's topic. Last week's show, we were telling you there was an emergency special session of the Kentucky General Assembly passing some new laws that had to do with providing relief efforts to those eastern Kentucky counties that had been devastated by recent flooding. Uh, they did passed this bill, uh, and it, uh, that's all good, and everybody voted for it, except for one person. It was one senator. It was Senator John Schickel. He voted against it, not because he didn't support the bill, didn't think it was a good bill, uh, but because this bill violated the Kentucky Constitution. The Kentucky Constitution specifically states that when you introduce a bill, it has to be read three times, one time per day. This gives the legislature and the people time to read the bill and have their say. Well, the legislature wanted to get in, do this, and be done with it really quick, so they passed a rule at the beginning of this saying, basically, we don't have to follow this rule in the Constitution. Uh, well, I, I, I have to disagree with you. You're not allowed to pass a rule that says you don't have to follow the Constitution. That is the superior rule of all the rules in our state. So when this came up for a vote, even though he liked the bill, Senator Schickel voted no because they had violated the Kentucky Constitution in the process. And for standing up for constitutional principles, that is the reason why Senator John Schickel is this week's recipient of the Super Patriot Award. Super Patriot. Disguised as mild-mannered Senator John Schickel, this hero has stood up for truth, justice, and the United States Constitution. And that's why Senator Schickel is this week's Super Patriot. Yes, good for Senator Schickel on standing on constitutional principles. We need more politicians and statesmen in office who will do just that. Let's talk about this week's topic, which is how Kentucky may soon be getting a new lieutenant governor. Uh, just for fun this week, go out and ask 10 people, uh, who is the current lieutenant governor of Kentucky today? My guess is if you ask 10 people, nine of them will have no idea who it is right now. And the reason for that is this person is being purposely buried by the Bashir administration. They really are not putting this person out front for several reasons. We're going to talk about that here in a second. Uh, I remember during the recent campaign when she was running for office, there was a debate on KET and uh, they uh, asked her opponent, which is Senator Ralph Alvarado, uh, their opponent, they said, what's your qualifications? Senator Alvarado said, well, I'm a current senator, been a senator for years. I have that experience. I'm a, I'm a medical doctor. I have that experience. Uh, I've got bills passed through both Republican and Democratic-controlled uh, houses over the years to show I can work uh, bipartisan through the system. Then they asked Jacqueline Coleman her qualifications. She said that she was a former school administrator and a girls' basketball coach. And that was it. Now, I have no problem with a teacher being a uh, lieutenant governor. It might be a good idea, but it would be a wise decision to pick someone whose area of expertise 
in education is maybe like economics or history or political science or finance or business administration, something or anything which would qualify them to wind up being possibly the governor of Kentucky. Uh, so that's what we've got right now. Now, she used to be the head of the Kentucky Cabinet of Education and Workforce Development. Uh, she basically got fired from that job. This used to be in charge of all of the unemployment insurance problems in our state. But of course, if you remember, that was a great debacle. She bungled that something terribly. Uh, people not getting their insurance checks. More than 400,000 people had filed for unemployment insurance and they just deleted those messages entirely without even reading them. She got into trouble with a further scandal because some of her friends had texted her and called her. And so she made sure that her friends actually got their unemployment benefits. Uh, she got busted one time through a series of text messages where somebody had asked, one of her friends asked for help. So she wrote the, the that point director of the unemployment insurance department and said, uh, this person does my hair, so we obviously need to take care of her. Uh, and then did other people that way as well. So uh, this is part of the reasons why she basically got fired from being in charge of that cabinet. A complete debacle, unqualified, and has been hidden by the administration. So this is the reason why this person, I believe, is about to be replaced as lieutenant governor. Now, this is going to happen one of two ways. Uh, number, the first way is if, Lord forbid, Andy Bashir wins re-election next year as governor. No, 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 no! He hired her to be lieutenant governor, but he's probably not going to keep her. Now, why is that? Because this is not the person that the Democratic Party of Kentucky wants to be governor. This person has not worked in politics. They have not been groomed to do this. They've got all kinds of baggage with this debacle and pulling personal favors when everybody else in Kentucky was hurting. So uh, my guess is if Andy Bashir wins. No! God, please, no! 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 That after about a year, uh, Jacqueline Coleman is going to come out and say, I am stepping down as lieutenant governor because I want to spend more time with my family. This lady is not going to be lieutenant governor for four more years. So who's going to replace her? The most likely candidate is this fellow right here. His name is Rocky Atkins. He currently serves as the governor's chief advisor. He is a former state representative, and uh, Rocky Atkins is very popular in eastern Kentucky. That is where he is from, and he likes to pull this trick saying that he is a conservative Democrat. Uh, and uh, I want to say no such creature exists. You either support your party's platform or you don't support it. Your party's platform is radical leftism, then why are you a member of that party? Uh, in fact, did you know that every single candidate in Kentucky, if you are running from dog catcher to governor, before you run for office, you must sign and have it uh, certified uh, through a witness that you do support all of the policies and platforms of your party. So if anybody signs up to run as a Republican, 
They have signed and have had certified that they do support Republican Party platform and policies. And the same thing works for Democrats. Anybody running as a Democrat has signed a document and had that notarized that says, I do support the Democratic Party and platform. So uh, anybody who says they don't, they either lied on the form or they're lying to you. Keep that in mind. So now there's a second option. What if, yes please, Andy Bashir doesn't win re-election and we get a Republican governor? Yes please. Well, then of course, then of course we're going to get a new lieutenant governor because it's going to be a Republican. Let's take a quick look at the Kentucky governor's race because things are getting more interesting nearly every single day. Here's the next big thing that's going to happen. Probably in the next seven to 10 days, we are going to see an announcement by a lady who's going to be running for governor and her name is Kelly Craft. She is from Glasgow, Kentucky, and she used to serve as the UN ambassador under the Trump administration. And she is likely to come out in the next week, two weeks on the outside, and say that she is running for governor. Now, since she was part of the Trump administration, you would think that she would get Trump's endorsement, but President Trump has already endorsed another person who is running for governor, who is our current attorney general, uh, Mr. Cameron. And Daniel Cameron has the Trump endorsement, so Kelly Kraft is probably going to try to pull in the Mike Pence endorsement. She's got a ton of money. She is the wife of an Oklahoma coal baron, has millions of dollars, just bought the Kentucky State Fair ham for $5 million. She's going to be doing something that nobody else running for governor right now on the Republican side is doing. She's going to enter with a running mate. Right now, Kentucky law has changed and you no longer have to pick a running mate before you, uh, while you're running for office until after you've already won the primary election. However, it doesn't forbid this. And so it's commonly rumored that uh, Ms. Kraft will be picking a current Kentucky senator, Senator Max Wise, to be her lieutenant governor running mate. Now, when she does this, she's going to be able to go one event. Senator Wise is going to be able to go to a second event. They're going to be able to kind of double in, in how many events that they're covering, how much money that they're raising, uh, votes that they are, are garnering because somebody likes one of the two. So when that happens, it's going to make all of the other people running for governor be at a great disadvantage if they don't go ahead and pick a running mate as well. So we're about to see a whole bunch of people probably in the next month to two or three months start being picked up as announcements for the new lieutenant governor of Kentucky. Uh, right now, people running on the Republican side who are in office, you have Daniel Cameron, who is the Attorney General of Kentucky right now. Uh, we also have Ryan Quarles running. He is the current Commissioner of Agriculture. You have Mike Harmon who is running. He is the current Kentucky State Auditor. You also have State Representative Savannah Maddox who is running. And there's a bit of a new thing going on is former Governor Matt Bevin has just shown up at two separate events this past week. And uh, this is kind of unusual for him to be showing up. He's been laying low for the last two or three years, uh, but he's all of a sudden starting going to different statewide or Republican events. 
and was asked directly about his intentions if he intends to run for governor again. And uh, he would he would kind of dodge those questions. He wouldn't say no, and he wouldn't say yes. So testing the waters a little bit there. Um, now let's think about this. We're going to have, if we have Craft, uh, Cameron, Quarles, Harmon, Maddox, Bevan, and there's going to be a few others running as well. People who are not in office right now who are running is a Mr. Eric Dieters. He's a lawyer from Northern Kentucky. The mayor of Somerset, a Mr. Alan Keck, is widely rumored to enter the race by the end of the year. So with just those, you're going to have a seven or eight way race. Now, if you take 100% of the votes for Republicans in a primary and you start dividing that eight different ways or more, it is going to be incredibly easier for it to become anybody's race because you used to have to get, you know, 51% of the vote. Now you're not even going to have to get 51% of the vote in the primary. If you're splitting it eight ways, if you can get somebody that gets 25 or 30% of the vote, they likely will have the most votes in the primary and would become the Republican candidate. So I look forward to seeing who's going to be picked up as running mates in the coming days uh, as we see this coming out. It is, it is getting incredibly interesting, and we're going to be covering all of it, doing analysis right here on Patriot Point. I hope you tune in each week. Well, that's the news that we have for this week. So until next week, I'm Lee Watts for Patriot Point reminding you that liberty is not a spectator sport.